I have to warn you, William. What's that, Randy? I'm uh, energetic, maybe to the point of being overbearing today. Ooh, chipper. Chipper. <laughs> Gonna chip off your own block. I am feeling chipper. I have, uh, I have like a complaint. I have a celebration. Uh, I've just got things. But I, you said, but you say you have a bugaboo. Do I have a bugaboo? What, what? Okay, so would you say that the? I, well, let's just start with Randy Davis, and then we'll explore after that. But Randy Davis, I would say you have a very wide breadth of or eclectic, eclectic? right? To, choice in music. Yes. Well, eclectic. I don't know about that. I, it actually might be very narrow. It's just narrowly weird. <laughs> so oh. I listen. I listen to weird music. True. I have since high school. Um, my regular siblings don't understand it. You know, like I, I have a sister that's <laughs> your regulars as opposed well, to the well, semi-regular. So or the irregular. So here's the thing. Like I have a like I have a sister who's all like music dance theater. So like she'd bring home the albums for like she'd bring home like acapella group albums like Manhattan Transfer. I, I know two or three. Album. But I always like the weirdest song on there. You know what I mean? Got it. <laughs> and uh, and then she'd bring home like uh, you know Les Misérables or whatever. And I always like the minor key songs. I don't know why. So like like my other siblings brought home Dust in the Wind, and there was a B side on Dust in the Wind that I liked a lot. <laughs> like so why like, why do you think that is? Is it the I re- don't rebel know. in you, the table turner, or is it just that you can hear things that other people can't? You have a good ear. I look I. My son Josh. So my kids have all inherited my weird taste in music. Very yes, that's why I said we'll start. <laughs> Although with they're you more eclectic, I will give them this. Yes. Like they do like the, some of the weird songs that I like, but then they also like their own. Then they all have their own little fork yeah. of, of. I mistakenly asked the students if you have a song you want me to play for the opening song <laughs> in, in our class, send it to me. And Max sent me this thing that I have no idea what language it was in, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not playing that. I'm not playing that. Well, there you go. It so, says they're singing about God, but I don't know. My son Josh said uh, in high school, he said, he's like, you know, when I die on my tombstone, I want something really simple. He's like, I'm thinking this. Josh Davis, pretty good taste in music. <laughs> what? That's what he wants on his tombstone. Josh Davis, pretty good taste in music. <laughs> Anyway, and he does, by the way, have pretty good taste in music. Good job, is that Josh. is it something like that timeless, or is it like you have to know the guy, or does it like spurn the idea? Like I need to get to. It. So if you wrote that on your on your, I, here's what he has to do. Well, that's what he wants to do. Okay, cause... hold on. If he wants to do that, he needs to write a book that accompanies it. Like this is what I mean. Like and like it will be in no, like a holder. No, because the whole point is that you'll stumble upon this headstone in a graveyard. And you'll chuckle to yourself, and you'll spend the rest of your life going, what did that guy mean? <laughs> That's the whole point. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, anyway, so uh, I have weird taste of music. So, and then, so I have a younger brother who likes regular music. But what I thought was funny was, and, and, he, and he's, uh, you know, an occasional listener, so no insult intended, a younger brother. But I thought was funny was, uh, when I went to visit a few years back, he had... He had adopted some of the music that I used to listen to in high school as some of his favorites, right? Right. And I was like, "Oh, cool." I'm like, "Oh, maybe he's maybe he's changed." I'm like, "Hey, here's some new stuff I'm listening to." He's like, "I don't like that." <laughs> <laughs> and so I thought that was really funny. I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> I have gone through several evolutions of music. However, here's my bugaboo. So, all right, ready. as you know, for those of you who heard a slurping song, I am I am sipping water. I might not take the. Straw did you get a bur- Did you get a burrito this morning? I know, a McDonald's. I got a uh, I got a sausage McMuffin with egg with the salsa packet. Put sauce on there. Hmm. 
You love the salsa packets. No, I even no, heard I you talking last night to someone about the yeah. salsa packets. No, no, we still talk about yeah, it. Yeah, it's very, uh, and I have tasted them. They're pretty good They're salsa. Pretty good. It's pretty good. I will say, though, the cost of fast food right now is prohibitive. Prohibitive. Okay, let's get there next. Okay, let's so finish, my finish bugaboo that. is. I'm going to write that one down, I'm, though, because we're going to talk about it. I'm writing down, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I I have them send me music. I always try to do di- little different music because it can be. Uh, Monochromatic, monochromatic is that a, a uh, word that I can use? I, I think you probably can. I, I wouldn't use it. I mean, it's obviously re- refers to vision, but it but it means like the blendy, like yeah. one color. Yeah, and that can, so, you can yeah. feel that way. So I was trying to spice it up and do things. So the other day I did a country gospel song. I'm just watching his face to see what happens. I forgot to. I wrote down the wrong thing. I went to write down whatever it is we we're just going to talk. Oh, prohibitive fast food. Yeah. Okay. I, wrote no, down prohibitive. I, like, I said I the word country. All right, country, yeah. So from what I understand, the Davis home has a very wide and eclectic version of music. Yes. But it ends at country. Country. Yeah. So as I, I like to say it like this, I don't like country music, but I like a lot of people that like country music. <laughs> I'm actually literally in shock. Yeah, are you? Yeah, I don't like and country music. And the reason music. is I love country music. Yep. My so, so it's funny because I never like I don't play enough music for to kind of influence my kids. Does yeah, that make sense? Like he's looking at me with there's contempt. It's getting dangerous in this room, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, okay. So I have a gun. I know why you. I think I know where you're headed on why you like country music. Head there. Get there. So I I I, I like the country. I like country music because it feels. American. Sure, you feels, go. There you go. It feels very patriotic. Love it, it feels more family and God oriented. And so it seems like I don't have to be, um, I don't have to, as much anxiety of listening to it. Okay. There's plenty of great. Like, you don't feel like you're going to be challenged intellectually. Like, or more. They're going to undermine your values. Right. There's <laughs> definitely songs I listen to that are like morally not questionable, just morally wrong. Wrong, right? sure. But yeah. it's such a good tune. Yeah, yeah. However, there are times is like I don't want to listen to you know Mormon Tabernacle Choir. I need sure. something in the middle where I yeah. don't need to be challenged, and that's where that's where country. Well, and I, 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 I kind of like. I'll, I'll get even weirder and more narrow about it. Like I, I want to ring fence like modern country, because I can even like old country, and I and I super like folk. I like folk. Yeah, yeah. I like banjo, Cow- plucky, mandolin, cowboy pruning. I like cowboy poetry stuff. I actually okay. I, I had a girlfriend once who who went to Baylor on her for college and came back and she's like, Waco, Texas. There, you have to listen to this album by um, Willie Nelson. And I was like, Oh, I don't do country. She's like, No, no, no. I understand, but you need to listen to this album by Willie Nelson. I promise you're gonna like it. And for a long time, I'm like, hard pass. Don't, don't want it. This super old album from Willie Nelson, back when he used to wear a tie and right. like, like, right, Stardust Memories, the original. Like, dude, it's good music. Yeah, like very good. Yeah. So I actually even like that. But this modern twangy country pluck with the clune, like you know, like croon and like, I don't like it. And I don't, I don't like it, and I don't like it. Well, what's interesting? One day, I'm, I'm, uh, my son, I think was a sophomore or a junior in high school, and I got into the car with him, and he's got his radio on, and he's, he's got country on. I'm like, okay, right. like I said, I don't play I'll, music. When I, I like people who like country music. Well, well, the weird part is, is I, my kids are, uh, my kids when they get in the car and they're, my, they're listening to like talk radio. They're, they're listening to podcasts. They're listening to like because I. Your kids do that. 
No, that's what I do. Oh, that's what you so do. when they're yeah, in a yeah, car, so so they never they don't listen to a lot of my the music that I would listen to because right. I don't listen to a lot of it anymore. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so my son, I'm in the car with him, and he's like really into country, and I'm like looking at him, and I think he came to it from the same conclusion. He's very patriotic, and he just didn't like the challenge of all these artists, yeah. right? Okay. Then my daughter, strangely enough. Her like she says she's like really into like Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd stuff that I like. Your younger daughter? Yeah, and I'm going. What in the world? <laughs> they have eclectic taste in music. Yeah, yeah. But it, I didn't, I didn't. It was not, uh, un, you know, it's well, not we've, my we've, influence. We've plumbed the depths. Not I, I will influence. say, uh, one of the things that's weird about modern music uh, that I think is positive. I think it's a positive thing. But we'll, but we can all decide together. I observed this. I think I've already said this in the pod, but I'll say it again. One of the things that I observed was superior about South America when I was there as a missionary was because of poverty, um, kids lived with parents and parents lived with grandparents, like right. often. So you have a small, small house and grandma's there and grandkids are there and everyone's there. And because everyone's there, everyone listens to the same radio Everyone has to have some overlap in what they can tolerate. So it's not like grandma has her own music and the kids have their own music. Everyone's listening to the radio. And it was cool because there was a shared so so that that meant a shared that, culture. That meant that even modern music had sort of a salsa beat. Right. right? And because it has a salsa beat, grandma could dance with grandkids and they would all dance together. It was kind of beautiful. Right. right? Um, but accidentally beautiful, born of circumstance, right? Well, there's a new thing happening that's that's the opposite. It's like born of incredible wealth. Um, it's going the other way, which is my son Max, who I said has a wide ranging taste of music. Because of the internet, he literally, literally listens to music from every period of time, every period of time. One of his favorite songs is "My Way." <laughs> by by Frank Sinatra. Yeah, oh, loves yeah. that song. Knows all the words. Like, oh, that's awesome. It's a like, great song. Uh, but he, but like, but he, but he's gone through all the decades and has like five favorite songs. And like, I'm, I, I'm not saying you can ask what his five favorite songs are. I'm just saying that like, when I look at his playlist, it's all over the place. Like he has like hip hop from yesterday. He right. has hip hop from tomorrow that no one's even heard of. Like that I'm like, wow, I've never even heard of that. And then, and then, and then he has like YouTubers that he likes. And then he has freaking my way. And then he listens to like soundtracks from movies. So. Because he listens to everything, that also means that he listens to my stuff. So, like, we can listen to music together in a way that I, that I never did with my dad. Right. My dad, my dad drove to work every day in Poway. He had one cassette in the car that he drove to work. <laughs> it was it was the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. He listened to it there yeah. for, to there and back. And he's a better like, man than me. <laughs> he's a good man. He listens to the pod. Hello, Dad. And um, and there's nothing wrong with Tabernacle Choir. At least certain songs I like a lot. Um, uh, but uh, but it's but the, that's another example. Like Max will find a song from the tab choir that he likes, and it'll be in his playlist. It's crazy, man. It's everywhere. So th- there's a new thing happening. But with, he hates country. He does hate country. I don't know. I don't know if that's genetic. I can't. I don't even know how that happens. It's a it hard just, pass for him. It's a yeah, hard. He's like. So we we played. A, I played this country <laughs> song, and he just that's made really fun funny. of it the whole time. So then I played another one today. Okay. I'm like I'm playing country till you're ready for it. <laughs> Until you're ready. There's a yeah. There's a YouTuber who does a. A satire of of country music. I'd refer you to it, but it's uh, it ends up getting a little bit dirty. But uh, but it's a funny bit about making fun of country music. Like he plays this twang. And it's not hard to make fun of. Well, I mean, he does it. He does it very yeah, well. I mean, like you All know, right. you know, you ever heard the old, the proverbial? What do you get when you play a a country album backwards? What's that? Your dog back, your wife back, and your boat back. 
That's fun. I'd like everybody out there, anyone that's anyone, half the people out there that are listening to us are like, play it back. How do you play it back? What do you there get? used to be vinyl. What does uh, uh, a divorce in Wyoming and a tornado in Oklahoma have in common? I don't know. Somebody, Either way, somebody's losing a trailer. I was going to say something about a trailer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. No, no, no offense to those in Oklahoma or Winter, Oklahoma. Sorry, Liam. Uh, yep. All oh, right. Oh, boy. Okay. Prohibited so, fast food. Prohibited fast food. Let's do Can you think of top horror story? Because I have a horror yes, story from just I last week. I have one just the other day where I'm picking one, picking up my son. We're headed off to baseball practice. We don't have time for food. He's starving to death. The, yeah. And I'm looking for the only fast food along the way, right? Yeah. The only fast food was Carl's Jr. Okay. <laughs> Let's how'd it go? <laughs> I didn't do this to you. Don't look at me that way. Carl's Jr. <laughs> More like Carl Sr. Two. Two, value meals, two right? value combo meals, meals two right? value combo meals. I don't think we even plus sized it or whatever. Just regular two value, re- regular meals. value combo. Okay, thirty dollars. <laughs> Friends, I almost started. This is the, the laugh. This is the laugh of pain. It is ridiculous. It is so bad that food costs that much. However, bright spot, there is a place where food does not cost that much anymore. In and out, dude. In and out. In and you out. can get a great burger. Yeah. You know, yeah, arguably yeah. good fries. No, and- but let's say let's stay on topic. Okay, here's my horror story. When I was a young parent and I was broke, uh, and now I'm an old parent that's broke. Uh, when I was a young parent that's broke, uh, the kids always wanted to go to McDonald's. They always wanted treats. So yeah. I adopted a phrase that I, I was kind of proud of. That's the sort of part of our family lore, which is fries and pies, baby. We're gonna go to McDonald's, but all you can get is fries and pies. We're not doing a happy meal. We're not doing whatever. Right. Fries and pies. Okay. Now, why did I say fries and pies? Because they're like ninety-nine cents. Ninety-nine cents. Yeah. Value menu, ninety-nine cents. Fries and pies. Right. right. I, you could get two pies for a dollar. Right. And I was like, "Oh, you're old." And I'm like, "Man, yeah, but it, it not wasn't that, that old. It wasn't that long ago. It was like ten years ago that you could get a pie for a dollar or two pies for a dollar. I think it was less than that, man. Okay, so fries and pies. Okay, so the other night, Jonah's done with basketball. He's like, "I want to get a treat." All right. So I go to McDonald's and I'm like, we're just going to get a treat. We're not getting anything serious. So I got a cheeseburger. You know what? You know what I'm talking about when I said the cheeseburger? Yeah, yeah. The when, one. You think, when you think cheeseburger, just tell me the price that comes to your head for the cheeseburger. 39 cents. Okay. So I still, I'm, I'm, I'm farther down the road. I'm at 89 cents. Well, the only reason 39 cents because I remember okay. as a kid, that's what it was. And, I a know soft serve, and a soft serve cone. Tell me what you think of when you think of a soft serve cone at uh, McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. 89 cents. 89, 99 yeah, cents, yeah. right? I got a ice cream cone, a cheeseburger. And a cup of water. It was seven dollars and fifty cents. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Heart. Did you see McDonald's? Literally, like we, they're having people are stopping to go. Yeah. Like you cannot tell me because there's a because there's a I big a Mac combo meal for eighteen dollars. Yeah, I have a message for you, McDonald's. <laughs> you have eliminated all your employees. You want us to go onto your app, and you have kiosks in your. You're the first ones to do it. And I thought you guys are genius. You'd be able to keep your prices low. The fact is that your prices are so high, it the quality of your food is not worth your price. Not even close. No, like 
I love McDonald's, but I love it for what it is. I don't love it for a gourmet meal. For what it is, yeah. right? We've talked about this before. Where I, I, know, lo- I, went I, Mc- I went to McDonald's this morning, and I got one thing. I was getting so just this great example. I used, they used to have two sandwiches of a certain uh, uh, sausage McMuffin with egg. You used to be able to get two for five. Yeah, First no, it was two for four fifty. Then it was two for five. Yeah, and now it's two for six. <laughs> so I just got one, and it's three eighty six. And it's like, so I spent $4.25 on something that I used to spend for two, just like two years ago. Well, look, I, I and I, it used to be that you could, so in but, our day when we were growing up, yeah, it was yeah. much cheaper to eat at home and cook meals. Much cheaper. Like much I, cheaper. Like I never ate out. Like when there, I went to get a cheeseburger at McDonald's, I was like, yes. Yes, it was a, tr- it was, it was a treat. Right. But at some point, somewhere in the 90s, right, things changed and it started to be comparably cheap to eat out. I, I think five years ago, you, you could argue that there's three or four restaurants you could go to that would be cheaper than, than eating at home. Yes. And, 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 it's, and it's, it's a twofold reason. It's not just because it got more expensive, to, uh, to uh, less expensive to eat out. It's also because we're cooking better food. Like, when I was younger, we, we ate a lot of pretty regular stuff. And now I'm putting in, like, fresh oregano and, like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it... it you know, so it's more expensive, well, but it's part better of it. food. But the other part of it is food technology is better, right? Because when we were kids, like stuff that you could, it was like Chef Boyardee, you know, like, you know, uh, what, oh, what yeah, was the little, microwave uh, meals were, were yeah, terrible. They were terrible. Microwave meals were terrible. The pre stuff, there was no pre made meals. Like you go to Trader Joe's, you can get some fantastic frozen stuff. Very good. They're <laughs> really good. <laughs> very, very good. You're and right. Trader Joe's is, one, is another place where. You know, you can be it can be affordable. By the way, California-based companies, Trader Joe's and uh, In-N-Out, and why they would still be the affordable option is really perplexing to me. I don't know. I know the I know well. I know the one. The In-N-Out has a monopoly. They 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 have their own cows. They have their own. So they're able to yeah, keep vertical, their prices low because vertical they, supply chain. They, they have a supply chain that's all integrated. Yeah. Anyway, keep going. Okay. So let's but let's get to the good part. There's some weird stuff. So sad part. Is there anything else you want to say about sad? No, but I just I'm, I'm, I I am not. You know, I don't. I uh, eating out has been a part of my life for a long a time. long time. Yeah, and I am actively like last night. I was driving home. I was a little bit. I dropped my son off at uh, at baseball. I had to go do something else. Went back to pick him up, and I was a little hungry. It was past McDonald's. I'm like, I'm gonna go get. And I'm like, I want to get a double cheeseburger and an ice cream cone. That's what I wanted. Yeah, it was just what I was craving at the moment. Sure. And the double cheeseburgers used to be 99 cents. Sure. And I liked it. It was enough meat, you know. Like, and I, I, I the McDonald's hamburger is very simple but tasty. Yeah. It's not. If you just think of it as not a hamburger, but just as a sandwich, it's great. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'll hit that. And then I'm like, I'm like, no, that's gonna cost me like close to 10 bucks. I'm not going. Yep. That's where we're at. All right. So there's so fun news about that. One of the when moments of great transition like this happen, there is at least a pyrrhic victory, which is there's restaurants that you used to not go to because they were too expensive, right? Which are suddenly fine, affordable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, mean, I used to be like, ah, oh, it costs twelve dollars to go to Jersey Mike's. So I'm like, now I'm saving six dollars compared to getting a Big Mac. <laughs> like I like Jersey Mike's. Let's go to Jersey Mike's. Jersey Mike's is much better quality. Food. Much better quality. Yeah. So there, there's these weird. The, the other thing is like local restaurants where it's like, oh that place that's way too expensive i'm like well not anymore like their prices are where they were and these other places have gone up so i'm gonna eat there so related to that there's a place in santa clarita that's worth eating but it's a weird recommendation it's weird because 
a lot of times when I recommend a restaurant, they have their story straight. You know what I mean? Like their vibe, right, right. Aligns with their, their menu. All great. Aligns. Yeah. With, it's all there. Right. This place is like the the story straight. I like that. They don't have their story straight, but their food's excellent. <laughs> Where's that? At? It's the Wanted Grill. Uh, the Wanted on, on Lions, and it's a burger joint. Um, it, it's it took the place of the old scoreboard grill sandwich place, the scoreboard grill, which is right next to the card place, which is right next to the post office. Oh, that new little area by uh, by True Value. Uh, yeah, it's the old area next to the new area by True True Value. Oh, I've never been here. Okay, so Wanted Grill, never heard of it, okay. never seen it. So it's weird because it's going for a Western vibe, but it's but it's, it feels decidedly Armenian. Like I think everyone there is Armenian. Um, so, so they're Armenians doing looks good. doing Western. But here's the thing, dude: the food's super good. Okay, so I I had the first time I went there, I'm like, I'm like, okay, I guess I want the pork belly fries. And it, I, that's their first thing. Out so there. it's French fries, and then they chop up pork belly and other vegetables and stuff, and they put it on top of your fries, and it was delicious. I'm like, okay, great. So then I went back, and I'm like, I guess I want to try something else. So I'm gonna get the uh, the pork shop burger, and it's actually just a pork shop on on bread with toppings. Really, super good. Great, it's a great pork shop. Really. So then I so then yesterday I went back, and I'm like, all right, I want to try something else. He's like, have you tried the wanted hot dog? And I was like, no. It's like it's it's like a super dirty hot dog with vegetables and all this other stuff on top. Super good. So good food. I recommend it. It's funny because you said wanted, and I did not in any way think of a wanted poster. But then yeah. you go to their branding. Their logo is actually pretty cool. It has like a Western wanted yeah, thing. Yeah, but it's it sounds just that, like it's yeah. just that inside it's got like it's like half sports bar, like half like eighties art. Do you see what I'm saying? Like they just Dude, don't have. They, they have, have a giant there. burger. Have you seen this? Yes, they have a giant burger. It's I'm, a five pound hamburger. Five pound hamburger for sixty dollars. And so what we're gonna do that when our crap. kids come back into town. We're gonna go there and split it because we think it'll be funny. That will be funny. Anyway, I recommend it as a place for like stoner food and burger food. Do you um, say stoner food? Yeah, it's anytime you get anytime, anytime you're piling stuff on top of French fries, that's stoner food, and I like it. That's good. That's good. Okay, I'm going for the giant burger next time my kids are in. That's funny. Anyway, want a grill? I'm a fan. Uh, again, huh. but again, the story's not straight, and it's not cheap. But 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 it is cheap compared. I mean, it's like you know, it's like twelve dollars for dirty fries and nine dollars for the hot dog, but. Uh, it's very good. It's a huge hot dog, though. It's a, it it's was a huge. Full, I was full actually length full. Of a sub. I was actually full, like two thirds into the hot dog, and I'm like, I mean, I paid nine dollars. I guess I have to finish it. <laughs> but it was very good. Snappers pork and beef hot dog grilled with mushroom, Monterey Jack, cheese, tomato, pickles. All right, now ready for some rants? Yes. Uh, I've been waiting for rants. Do you have any food week. recommendations? Not yet. All right. Oh, no, food recommendations, no. But I will say that the one taco place that I really love, the duck taco place, whatever they really call it. How do you Pato. say that? Pato. Yeah. Uh, I like it, but I think I, I might have played it out. I think I used it up. I went I back twice, and I'm like, I'm all done here. <laughs> it was real. No, I probably went back four or five times. They have a weird thing. They're closed on Mondays. Like what? A lot, like, of, a lot of restaurants are like that in town. That's weird. Like Monday's the day I'm like, I want a pato taco. Yeah, I think but everyone, everyone else goes, everyone goes out to dinner on Sunday and we don't because we're trying to do the Sabbath day. So so anyway, a $4 taco is a little tough for me, especially right. t- something you have to eat three of. First deposit. We'll do positive first or negative first? Negative. First and negative. Okay. There's a movie starring Mr. Brad Pitt and Mrs. Angelina Jolie called Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yes. The premise right. of the movie is these two insanely beautiful uh, contract killers um, meet and marry in a, in, a, in, a, in a hot spot in South America in the midst of a torrid 
assassination spree. Right. And then um, and, and they don't know that each other. Assassins. And they don't know each other's assassins. And then they find out, and that's the big movie, right? right? So then they, the someone's like, "Hey, we should make that into a series for Prime." I'm like, "Great." And they're like, and then the, <laughs> they're like, "We should get the guy who made Atlanta. What's his name? He's like the musician. He's also on Community." I don't know. What uh, is that? So, wait, wait, it was it's on Prime. Uh, yeah. Mr. And Mrs. Smith. Is that what they call it? Yeah, Amazon Prime. Mr. And Mrs. Smith. It does it have commercials in it? Yeah, because they all do now. Um, he's famous, and he's super artistically talented. I'm going to grant you that. Donald Glover. Okay, it started like, we're going to start Donald Glover instead of Brad Pitt. I'm like, all right, I mean... He's talented, so that'd be fun. And we're gonna gonna star Maya Erskine instead of Angelina Jolie. I'm like, pass, pass, but okay. I'm like, I'm but, passing on both. But they're artistically interesting, so maybe maybe at least it'll be fun. Okay. So then I see the latest trailer. I'm like, the trailer this looks like a DEI. The trailer looks fun. So then I go watch the show. Trainwreck. I could not be more pissed about this show. I'm done. I'm like, I'm like, I went, I got two and a half episodes in. I'm like, I'm out. This is this show is impossible to watch. It, it's literally okay. So instead of being this fun, fun thing with sexy people doing a silly, because you know they weren't contract killers, but it wasn't plumbing the depths of the dark no, side no, of contract no, killing. No, it was just They're always like killing worse people. Yeah, and it was always as like it's just kind of cartoon violence. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, this show. <laughs> This show is like answering the question, what would it be like for two regular lonely people to become killers? <laughs> I'm like, I don't I don't want to answer that question uh, at all. At all. And then it's like, what if I ran two- into that too? Did you watch the one uh Santa Clarita Diet? Yeah, no, I didn't for the same reasons. Like I don't wanna Okay, but you have Drew Barrymore who's fun to yeah, watch. Yeah. And then you have that other guy from uh from Justified. I forget his name. He's a complicated name, but like I freaking love the actor so much that yeah. after I watched Justified I went out to look for everything he did. Yeah. And I started watching that. I just couldn't do it. Like there's zom- like the wife's a zombie and she has to eat, so they have to get all these food. It's just gross. It's just gross, Stupid. right? Okay, so uh Timothy Oliphant. All right, so let me just wrap this up. They took this thing. By the way, it has brilliant moments. It, it, it is artistically interesting. I am I am going to say, I'm not saying that it's bad quality in that sense. It's really well written. It's really well acted. And it asks and answers a bunch of questions that I have no interest in. Like, I don't care the, the moral walk of somebody who's going to become a killer because that's not interesting to me. I don't care about super lonely people who hate their parents who get into a forced marriage to cover their identities. I don't care. Like... I want to watch entertainment. This is light fare that you've turned into dark fare. I'm yep. out. I'm out. Yep. Hard pass. Well, uh, didn't uh, was it you that said I should watch? Um, what's that one where the guy moves to a lake? He's he lives in Chicago and he like money money launders. I thought you gave me that one. Anyway, I started watching that. Oh, It'll come Ozark. To Ozark. That's no, it. I did not give you that one. That's oh. super dark. Yeah, I got I got like two episodes into that, and I'm like, no, I'm, I'm I don't want to. Okay, so that's the dark one. Now I have a positive one for you. Okay, it's positive for all of the best reasons. Okay, first, it's actually entertaining. Now, by the way, I'm gonna recommend this, and you're like, wow, this is gonna be the best movie ever. It's actually not. It's just good. It's not the best movie ever, but it's good. And let me tell you all the all the perks. Wait, okay. movie, movie, or is this it's like a movie, a TV movie, 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 movie released on Amazon called Upgraded? It stars Camila Mendez. Camila Mendez is one of the one of the people from Riverdale. 
Um, and she's super cute, by the way, and did a really good job in the role. But the, the, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna hide this one up for all the reasons that you're gonna like it, which is like I've been saying. I'm like, look, I don't want to be challenged, and I don't want the movie to be garbage. I just want it to be a good rom com. Right. This is actually this is actually that. This is a well written show with talented A minus B plus actors. Right. Um, in a beautiful place, doing beautiful things. There was there was no DEI stuff except for a joke that they made about it. Right. They, they kind of ripped on it a little bit this one, <laughs> and then and then there was no uh, there were no agenda items. There was no poli- there were no politics. There was no there was no woke. There was no trans. Was there awesome. was there was there was no sex scene. <laughs> oh, good. But it was romantic and funny. And and light fair. It was probably filmed during COVID. I I have no idea. I, I don't think it was. No, I'm just, I'm just joking because they, 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 one of the things they're like, there's no sex scenes or kiss scenes in any of the stuff filmed in COVID. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> anyway, so now I feel like I've made it sound really boring. It's actually just fun and sweet, and I recommend it's, it. It's good. So I watch entertainment, whether that's sports or whether that's movies yeah. or TV or whatever. I, I do it as an escape for my mind. And... Yeah. May, may, some might say, well, that's that's lazy. And and to me, I would say it's survival because my it's mind is relaxing. Res- it's not yeah, lazy. I, I, like- do, I find it very relaxed. That is the way I would like to relax. Right. Is watch a yeah, show dude. or whatever there. I do. I find that uh, shows can either be a positive, a negative or a neutral. And if it's neutral or positive, I'm going to go towards it. And it doesn't matter. You know, yeah. I, and I can ignore a lot of the political stuff as long as it's entertaining. Look, you, this is this is, uh, this is between this is between neutral and positive. What I'm trying to say is, this is not a movie that's going to change your life. It's just a movie that's going to remind you how how uncomplicated it used to be to watch a movie. <laughs> and that's why I was so, so happy about it. That brings it. me to a question of another <clears throat> question for Randy. Question for Randy. Yes, Randall, there are going. To, it looks like Disney is going to go into your space. Ah. Are you happy about this? <clears throat> Uh, I think Disney made a wise move. Disney, just FYI, by the way, did we call it or did we call it on Bob Iger? Did we call it or <laughs> did we call it on Bob Iger? I, I said that he's a really good CEO, and I said that he was really good at playing the stock market like a fiddle. And what did he do in the last few days? Okay, so this is what he used to do, by the way, to, to jack up the Disney stock price. Before every earnings call, he would announce a bunch of big news. And a lot of people on Twitter or, or, or X are out there saying that, like, yeah, this is just hand waving around a bunch of really bad news. I'm like, that might be true, but he did it really well. I'm sorry, like this is successful hand waving, in my opinion. Right, he knows so, how to do that. W- w- so during the earnings call, instead of being like, "Hey, our earnings aren't that great, and Disney Plus is softening," no, that's not what the call was. The call was, "We are investing in video games. We are giving, we're, we're, we're buying a stake in Epic Games, the maker of Fortnite, for a billion and a half dollars, and we're going to make a Disney universe." How much stake? One billion and a half. No, no what, what does that mean? Like fifty percent? No, they don't own it. For Epic, it would, that would be like ten percent, maybe five percent. <laughs> Epic's a big. Well, okay, so I've ju- I've just start. I'm 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 uh, cooling on the idea. Okay, keep going. Yeah. So then they're like, "Oh, that's cool." And then he gets in the earnings call and he's like, well, also, we're, we're coming out with a Moana movie that you didn't know about this fall. We're like, oh, Moana, hey, that's the most streamed movie on television. Did you know that? I'm like, no, we didn't know that. Okay, it's very exciting. And then they're like, 
And they're like, hey, you know what we're coming out with next year? Yeah, Fantastic Four Marvel movies. What? Like he, And then he's like, hey, and guess, uh, oh, and one more thing. We're starting our own streaming app with all the sports in the universe. <laughs> and it's just like, he did all those things. And then sure enough, the next day the stock popped. <laughs> So I'm, he's a freaking I'm, genius. Yeah, I know. He's a freaking I, I genius. I definitely think that he knows he knows his stuff. He knows what he's doing. He's interesting. Now, he's but they still on the on the bad news side, they still haven't quieted down a bunch of the nonsense inside the tent on their on the politics and agenda stuff. And no, and worse. he's fired a bunch of people and there's still people out there. I mean, I I don't know. I don't know if he has the stomach for the firings he's going to have to do to get that to stop. You know what I mean? So I don't know. We'll see. I don't even know if he's aware of it, to be honest. So we'll I see. I think a lot of those types of people are not aware of it. They're rotting from within. Like, he's a hundred thousand people, man. Like he doesn't know what all hundred thousand are doing. But like, yeah, but, but just the week before, like there's some horrible headline about Disney making like super LGBT like recruitment stuff for kids, and it was just like it's like really uncomfortable. The rot's coming from yeah, the like, top. Yeah, that, that's the headline coming from the right. So I guess I have to read more carefully, but. But what I did read didn't look good. So no, it's not good. They're, they're, so so if they're only getting like a ten percent stake in Epic, what? So the, and they want to make a universe. I I I get it if they just adopted another, you know, like another child, right? So, uh, you know, Star Wars is a child. Marvel's a child. They're a significant stakeholder that was going to have a control, not a controlling interest, a highly influential interest in 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 stuff they're going to develop together. So. That's that's that. So anyway, they bought part of Epic Games. I think this is a great fit for Disney. I think it's unclear what the relationship is. If it means they're going to make video games for Disney, or if Disney's going to take IP from Epic and put it in their parks, I think it probably means both. And I think probably both of those things are good. Disney can't make their own games because whenever they do, they nest that um, stuff under people that make movies and television. And movies and television people just don't get it. They don't know how to do it. It's hard, it's different, and they don't know how to do it, and they keep ruining it. So rather than do that, they're like, okay, we're going to own those guys who know how to do it, and we're not going to put them under our corporate umbrella. So maybe they license it. Like, hey, we're we're going to have an Incredibles video game that's better, or or something, and they license it. It's not a licensing deal per se. Um, Well, anyway. Because there's a great, there's a lot of great. They already licensed. There's a lot things, of great. They already make those games. Disney characters that could be a great game, I guess. Right? I mean, I, I'm not a video guy, so. By the way, I'm kind of mad at you. Well, it's the third time. I mean, this I love, I love you. Feels but, like it's the third time this morning. Okay, well, you got me stuck on Treasure Party. <laughs> and I know that yes. you tell me like I understand the background <laughs> and what you're trying to do. Yeah. But like, I get keep, I keep getting put into timeout. More frequently too. Yeah, you have you get five lives, man. Get good. That's a phrase. That's a game gamer phrase. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say this, and just a little bit of yeah, yeah. for you. I'm not going. I understand that some people will spend money to get out of to get out of jail. Yeah. I, I'm not one of them. Uh, so I'm probably not the demographic that cares about that that you care about. But me having to put the game down. Is good. Like I'm like I'll play this game because I have to keep putting it down. Like I die and then I'm like oh I got I have a half an hour before I can have a life back. You know what yeah. I mean? like okay, and then and then it'll tell me like oh hey you have a life back come play and so I'll pick it up again. But so your pickup the pickup stuff that works really good. But the fact that you're telling me to put it down is actually like 
It's like a behavioral benefit for me, and I appreciate that. Thank yeah, you. Actually, so I'm not mad at you. Do you actually you. know why we do that? Okay, first of all, I want to make fatigue. a moral case. I want to make a moral case for spending money on video games. Because I, I keep joking about it because I know that it's inevitable and I don't care. But it's inevitable that it's I'll inevitable. buy something. Um, but but I but but I the moral here's the moral case. Do you pay for movies? Sure. Do you pay for plays? Sure. How how much time if you were to go to a live play with in in, in at the Pantages, what would you expect to pay for a for a seat? Probably hundred bucks. Probably hundred bucks. How long would you be there? Mm, two and a half, three hours, maybe. Two or three hours. I'd be willing to bet that you've got ten hours into my game. Oh, easy, yeah. Good or point. more. Yeah. And how much have you paid for that? Nothing. Free. So if you so were far. to pay, if you were to pay five dollars or one dollar, would you be doing good compared to Pantages or bad? Uh, no, uh, That's the, this is the moral, you, you this is the moral case. Up, you set it up perfectly. <laughs> if entertainment is a value to you and yeah. you want to continue your entertainment, then paying something to entertain you is is makes even, sense. Even if you spent twenty dollars a month, you'd be net positive hundreds of dollars if you chose this as your as your as your source of entertainment compared to movies movies and plays. <laughs> I feel dumber right now. So I just <laughs> because I'm sitting there thinking to myself, hmm, I can go to Hamilton and the Pantages, or I could play Treasure Party. <laughs> For twenty bucks, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> but all right, so there's I the moral have case. Not expanded my mind with treasure park. This is this is the moral case. Um, by the way, That's you hilarious. expanded your mind with, with, with Hamilton. All right, <clears throat> I love that. All right, show. next up, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, there's a reason, by the way, that we put five live limits. So we originally made the game without any limits, testing the idea that look, people want to play. Why would we gate them? And the answer is that content has value. And if, and if I give you, like, like imagine a year's worth of food. If I put a year's worth of food in this room and I said, you can eat everything you want, you'd, you'd eat through this room in like an hour and a half. Oh and then you'd yeah, be sick, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like, my, would, that's what I said. I was jokingly said fatigue. Yeah. So we, we, we tested it oh. and people, <clears throat> people consumed all the content. If you give them unlimited lives, they consume it in like a week. My sister was that in like way. Like a week. Yeah, yeah. My sister was that way. She got all the way to the end of the game, and then that game got abandoned. I mean, Treasure Party is too. It's really too. Yeah, the older version of the game. Right. We, so that one died, and then so yeah. so the new one. Is so, she enjoying the new one? I don't know if she's on it yet. Uh, she's getting, get on it. It's super addictive. It's great. But so the reason we give you five lives is literally to throttle your consumption of the content. Because otherwise, we have a couple thousand levels. That could, that, should, that should last you a good long time, and and people will burn that up in like two weeks. <laughs> if we if we put no it's interesting on. you say that because one of the things that I, one of the one of the ways I look at content sometimes to to uh, consume is how much is in there. So I love book series, right? So I'll read book series or listen to book series to and from from work. Yeah. And I, a lot of times I look at it as like if it's a brand new series, I won't pick it up. Because then I'll I'll get through the book and I won't get to go to the. I love being in the universe of whatever it is I'm watching. So if it's like a TV show, a, an old TV show or something like that that I'm picking up, I'll look like how many how many uh, episodes and how how many seasons, and th- you're like, oh, this is a lot of content. I can go on this content for a while, and I really really enjoy it. Like yeah. it's a new way of consuming media. What I don't like, I don't like. Um, I don't like it when they drop a TV series on Netflix or I guess Prime does it and so do 
Disney Plus did it when I was when I had them. Yeah. Where they're like drop it and they're like okay. There's here's three episodes or here's one episode and then the next one comes out in a week. I get why they do that. I don't. I'm not begrudging them. They do it for the same reason. Yeah. And they didn't used to do it because Netflix is like just take it all right now. And and even Netflix is starting to drop. It makes because, sense. It because slows down the consumption. You can't afford yeah. to make unlimited content. You can't. And so therefore, if you have a giant amount of content, then then measure it out and it feels unlimited. So, but that being said, I do consume based upon how much is behind it. If there's a hundred episodes, I'm like I could I can get this and, and consume it over a long period of time for a long period, and I like that. Yeah. But if it's like brand new and it's got one season, I'm like, and it's good. I I, I get to the end and I'm like I feel disappointed because then I have to wait for another year for for content. And then and sometimes what happens actually in a way in a strange way that might be good because sometimes what I'll do is I'll go back watch the other season before the new one comes out. But anyway, it's an interesting content issue. I like, uh, but it is a good game. It is fun. Ah, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm having a good time with it. I just released a version of it today. I'm checking the the stats and oh well, that's the other thing. Like the like the money well. part of it is this. The, the, I will say this, and, and maybe you can't answer this question. Okay. Sometimes when I die, and then magically I can get through the level. Like you've told me before that you know how long someone plays on a level, and that basically at some point you kind of let them through. Is that true? No, it's not true. No, oh, okay. no. We um we the the game is probabilistic <clears throat> and so you'll have the same chance of of winning from a probability standpoint every time. When I say chance, I don't actually mean that mathematically it's equal. I'm just saying over time it it balances out to be Well, to be so equal. so if I'm on a level, yeah. cuz you know, in your game you get uh rewards for finishing the level the first time. Yeah, yeah. We, okay. we reward you for streaks. So if I get a streak where I do a couple of them first time, but I've done several of them where I pl- had to play uh, five or six different times, and then is it possible to win it on the first time every time? Well, it's the same probability. Is it possible? Yeah, but it's also possible that the probability b- breaks wrong and your matches yeah. fall funny. But it's the same probability. We don't tinker with the probability of passing a level. What we do do is when people get truly stuck at a level. So uh, you know that after you know if you if you're close to passing for you can spend coins and get more moves, right? Yeah. What we do do is we increase the number of moves you get if if it, after a certain number of fails. So if you if you fail oh, gotcha. if you fail the first three times you get five moves. And then I actually I don't know. You. I don't really cut off this, but at like five, we start offering you like yeah, I get you. I think I've moves. seen yeah, I've seen and nine after, or whatever. After like after six or seven, we're like, here's thirty moves for nine hundred coins. Just it'll just get you through this thing. You know what I mean? Like crazy. Which is interesting. I'm also reluctant to spend the coins that I got for free. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, because you because you'll get used to it, and then you'll just want to just want to just buy yeah. some coins for a dollar ninety nine. That's how it goes, dude. Feed the Davis family. <laughs> Feed the Davis family. Why don't we just go. Why don't we just get a Patreon and then we'll everybody can pay us a dollar ninety nine. Yeah. Why not? I'm with um, you. Okay, so I have a question for you. Okay, good. This view. Uh, and are you gonna be mad at me again? Because no, I'm no, I'm really not mad at you. Okay. I love you. Uh, okay, so you know the View host, Sonny Hoiston. Is that how you're saying? H O S T I N. I'm gonna be very quiet. Well, you say whatever you want to say about the View because I don't have. I don't. I don't talk about the view. <laughs> so the, the view, the view is an interesting show because no, it's pretty not. much no, it's an interesting <laughs> show because it exists for one reason. Yeah, it's just cannon fodder for the right. 
Well, yeah, to, for us to get furious. I am furious at the view. And I'm so, just like, I'm not normal, doing it. Normally, I can say that. Like, I find I find Joy Behart to be an unsufferable Karen. Yep. I find <laughs> uh, uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Man, she's such a great actress. I wish she'd shut up. <laughs> just, I mean, I just want you to shut she's a great your actress, mouth and, and go I think I've, I've heard evidence that she's actually a, a decent person. But man, as a political she's bellwether, a, she's the worst. She's a terribly dumb person. And then... <laughs> Sunny Hoiston or Hoston or however you say her name. Okay. Okay. So she used to be like a prosecutor. She has a law degree. She throws it in your face all the time. She is completely arrogant, holier than thou. I am so smart. She is the kind of person I would never be in a room with for more than 10 minutes because I wouldn't be able to handle it. Okay. Because I'm just like, you're just not a nice person. I don't like you. All right. Uh, so she's black. Or she identifies as black. Uh, She's she actually is? half Puerto Rican. I didn't know that. Okay. And so because of that, she shoves it in your face all the time. And if you're white, you're like, you cannot. She says right. things like. You I don't want to. Uh, what are we doing? Okay. <laughs> so the interesting thing. Because you just said it's cannon fodder for the right. And I don't want to jump in the front of a cannon this morning. I'm feeling good. <laughs> okay. So no, but there's something happened to her recently that, that makes me. Oh laugh. gosh. You're going to, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> It just makes me laugh. I, I saw it yesterday. All right, get there. So she throws her race in front of your face all the time about, and if you happen to be uh, uh, white, as she would call it, an oppressor or privileged, then you cannot uh, discount what she would call her experience, and therefore uh, uh, that is systematic in the system. And, and so you can no longer talk, right? So she shuts down the debate. So she took a DNA test. Found out that on her maternal for a, side for a, for a TV show, correct? That they tells people about their family tree, which I think is on, on PBS. PBS. It's on PBS or something, like right? That. So yeah. it's government sponsored, yeah. TV show. She, you would think she'd be safe, and in that DNA test, and then researching her genealogy, they found out that her family was involved and owned slaves. <laughs> Yeah, because she's an advocate for reparations. Oh my gosh, like it couldn't have happened to a better person. <laughs> she's terrible. Uh, and then she's like, I still believe in reparations. She's going out there and I'm like, well, you don't get any. <laughs> well, yeah, you, are you paying them? Because if you stupid. believe. I want, oh, I don't know. I love that kind of stuff where it just the comes, justice it comes hurts, back. Yeah. To, yeah, it seems like it kind of goes along with the whole thing. How about, uh, you know, uh, can we talk a little politics? Uh, probably not, because I feel like we just did. Oh, we, but it, was a, it was a big day for politics yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Let's so, do, let's do, let's do uh, rapid fire. Rapid fire. The Supreme Col Court. Colorado banning um, Trump from the presidential ballot went to the Supreme Court yesterday. What banning we, it under the argument of the Fourteenth Amendment? We haven't seen the ruling yet, but but based on the questioning from the justices, they sounded pretty skeptical that about this whole thing and it, we, it's it's anticipated to be over overturned shortly which is good i think it's good for america and i don't uh, again right. uh right or left literally if we were doing this to someone on the left yeah I i'd be so uncomfortable i'd be like what are we doing yeah. you know, let people choose you know what right. i mean I totally agree i mean if right. you want to be whatever because i would i would love it i would love to get our current president out i think he's really really bad at this oh which leads us to number two number two number two he, special counsel he was investiga investigating investigated for having documents in his garage right was well, same thing trump had yeah yeah and their conclusion was he's too old and doddering to be convictable like so we're not going to try and convict him he doesn't know what's going on he doesn't know where he is he doesn't know when his son died he doesn't know when he was president <laughs> 
<laughs> so that's all over X today. X is oh going crazy gosh. with. You cannot write this stuff. Uh, it was oh pretty God. funny. This is real life, people. It's real life. This is the president of the United States. His cognitive yesterday. ability is so low that we can't prosecute him for breaking the law that he broke. Yeah. Well, he broke the law. He, he did take the stuff. Yeah. He did have it. He admitted it. And then they special counseled him. And then at the end of the day, they're like, yeah, well, we can't prosecute him. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's too out of it. Pretty wild. That is hilarious. So that happened yesterday. That's funny stuff. Oh, that's good. It's wild, it's wacky gold. stuff. What uh, What else uh, has has happened? So we talked about the new good restaurant. We talked about a good TV show. We talked about a bad TV show. Uh, the new uh, Masters of the Air is pretty good. What's that? It's a uh, Band of Brothers in B seventeen Bombers. Is kind of the vibe. Huh. It's pretty good. It's on Apple TV. Huh. Um. I mean, it's uh. I'm I'm two or three episodes in. It's good. Like you know, Band of Brothers is so special. Like, it is. Special I, I I don't know if any of the other shows that have tried to be Band of Brothers have gotten there. So I don't think it gets there. But it's uh. But it's good. So that's that's it. That's interesting. Like it's being criticized for being. Two, uh, wow, I just got my gas bill for the month. That hurts. Um, <laughs> the gas bill for the oh, month. Man. My wife has this thing where she's been Not keeping the, the, the heater off. Okay. And <laughs> I mean, I'm freezing all the time, but when it comes around time to for uh. From my gas bill, I'm I'm grateful. Well, she's not doing it for money reasons. I'm not. Jeez. Um, all right. So, uh, what was it? There's uh Oh, anyway, that show's being criticized for being too. It's just too pro America, too uh, too pro God, and too pro girlfriend back home. And it's like, I don't know. That sounds about right. I mean, like that's. I don't know. That sounds good. Like more can, of that, please. Can media survive off of China? I know what that means. Well, oh, Mojo Nixon died yesterday. Oh, Keith, uh, the country star, Keith. Uh, Keith Urban died. Is that his name? Keith Urban? No. Yeah. Mojo Nixon is the singer of the song Elvis is Everywhere. It was a one-hit wonder. It was played on alternative rock stations when I was in high school. And it actually coined a phrase that my, my family, or at least Rachel and I, use on a regular basis, which is when we're trying to describe somebody that doesn't have any essential verve or life essence or any or any sexy thing, sex, sexy thing about them. Right. We say the, there's no Elvis in that guy. That's what we say. Huh. Because this whole song is called Elvis is Everywhere. It's about how everyone has Elvis in them. And, and at the time, uh, Michael J. Fox was Alex P. Keaton on, the, on right. the show, whatever. And they're like, except one person. There's one person has no Elvis in them at all. Like, Michael J. Fox has no Elvis in them. Anyway, I'm telling you this because Mojo Nixon became, he was a cruise ship singer the last several years. And this is how, this is this is his epitaph from from his family on social media. He had a pretty good taste in music. How you live is how oh. you die, how you should die. Mojo Nixon was a full tilt, wide open, rock hard, rude hog, corner on two wheels, on fire. Uh, passing after a blazing show, a raging night, closing the bar, taking no prisoners, and a good breakfast with bandmates and friends. Are those all like a cardiac event on the Outlaw Country Cruise is about right, and that's just how he did it. Mojo has left the building. <laughs> that's a freaking fantastic epitaph. Are, are those all like quotes from his songs? Uh, I no, bet they that, are. That's that's whoever was writing about the end of his life wrote on wrote about his passing. I bet you I bet you if you went in and, and wa- looked at his songs, I bet those are all like well, there you parts go. of his songs. So Mojo Nixon passed away. Oh, sorry Mojo, never heard of you. 
Mojo Nixon. Oh, there you go. What a cool name, though. Mojo. <laughs> um, let's see. He died in Puerto Rico. Yeah, on a cruise. And he's not very old. 66. Yeah, it's probably all the drugs and obesity. Um, I was watching this thing on... Um, I can't remember where it was, but Eddie Van Halen was in an interview with his son. Okay. And he was just gushing over his son. And one of the things he's like, my son, he was just basically saying something to the effect of, I can't believe that I have a son this good, that he has musical talent and all these different things. And he's like, based on where he came from, I'm basically talking about Eddie himself. Yeah. Because Eddie Van Halen was a hard charging, uh, you're saying the past tense. I'm pretty sure he's still around. Well, yeah, but his old behaviors in the past oh, tense. Oh, okay. Hard charging rock and roll star. Yeah. And they they and lived that lifestyle for a very long time. And the fact that he didn't run himself into a brick wall and uh, you know turn himself into pink mist is pretty interesting. But he seems to think that. And this, I, I was like, it was actually very uplifting because I'm like, this kid. He's like, he's like a kid doesn't drink doesn't do drugs he's a good kid yeah he's got great musical abilities he's like he's fantastic and then his son looks at him and says you're pretty good too dad i'm like it was just one of those moments like sweet moments where because we i think part of the american psyche is we want to forgive people and yeah and so because of that we when you see that that kind of redemptive uh i guess spirit in a person um, it's 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 inspiring. It was a, it was really inspiring. Inspiring. Well, actually, speaking of that, <laughs> someone wants us to forgive Bud Light. Did you see that? Yeah. Trump wants us to forgive forgive Bud Light. Look, uh, and Twitter went Mormons crazy. Mormons have been on the bench this whole time, so because we there's nothing we can do here. Like, <laughs> we didn't buy Bud Light before. We didn't We're buy Bud Light after. Now. We're not going to buy Bud Light now. <laughs> there's just nothing to be done here. But it's it kind of goes to that redemptive uh, story, right? Do do Americans want to see Bud Light back on top? Yes, I think they do. Sure. Do, you th do I think they'll let him go there? No. I think without an apology, an absolute turnaround for the betrayal of their customer base, I just don't think they're going to get it back because now now people's uh, appetite slash, you know, be, uh, what do you call it? Habits have changed, right? Oh, I go to – if if you just spent the last, you know, oh, six my kids, months – My kids started drinking Pepsi because of Pepsi Nitro. And now my kids are starting to drink Pepsi. Like, you, you change a habit, you change a habit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think, you know, if you went to Coors or whatever to, to be feel more American, then uh, then you're not, you're not, you're probably not going to come back. Your, your habits are probably stuck. But I think that a true attrition of sorts where they're, he's, they're like, we made a mistake. We... We obliterated our fan, our, our our customer base. We didn't understand who our customers are, but we've done our best to to realize that. And we are true blue, American blue. You know, come back and drink Bud Light. That'd help them. But I, think I do it, not I think. think I don't think. But then to do that, it would make it. They would make it seem like they were crapping on the uh, at the LGBT audience, and that puts them in a bind that they don't know. Yeah, but it's, it's too. There's too small of an. Uh, that's too small of a market to make something out of. Yeah, if if all you're doing is basing it on market economics, you're right. But but they're they're they they're they're worried about the cocktail parties they have to go to afterwards. So. Yeah. 
So they're worried about their own lives instead of their yeah, own I guess their, so. their product. All right, I have a couple of things from the Twitter sphere that are fun that are worth sharing. The X sphere. Um, the X sphere. So remember how I, our family will post in crazy stories as writing prompts. Yes. So writing prompt. This is um, a terrifying. Thirty-five hundred strong army of marauding monkeys invade city center, forcing tourists and locals. To flee and shops to close. <laughs> <laughs> my ne- my niece. That's a writing prompt. Africa that's on. In, it's a city in Thailand with this crazy picture of monkeys just raiding the city. I've seen that. So yeah. I uh, my my uh, my niece went to Africa for a humanitarian like yeah. mission type thing for for a week or two or whatever it was. Yeah. And that part of the training when they first got there was don't open the door if someone knocks. And they're like, why? And there's like the baboons. Knock on the door and wow. you open it. They come in, they raid your place and take off, but they're also super vicious so they can hurt you. So don't open the door. Wow. <laughs> they figured out how to knock on the door and humans would answer it. All right. Here's another one. This is actually a little bit sad, but it's interesting. Um, and it's important. And especially to people like me who just talked about games. Um, 10% of Americans drink more than 10 drinks per day. Drinks as in alcohol? alcohol yes. Oh, yeah. That 10% consume 75% of the total alcohol. Oh, wow. Which means alcoholic drink companies are basically in the business of supplying alcoholics. Without alcoholics, their revenues would be one quarter what they are. Yeah, no, I'm going to say that. I don't. I'm going to say that, that I'd have to. I'll show you the chart. No- they sent a chart. There's a lot of questions there. It's in a chart. But, you think maybe, I mean, I, oh, there's a lot of questions. I got to answer myself. Okay. Well, William, that I, is terrible. Say, uh, yeah. And that's why I think that we, years ago, we, we, for a long time, it wasn't legal to, to advertise hard, hard liquor on television. I remember that. And then, I don't know, 10 years ago, something like that, they, they flipped that law, and now it's legal to advertise hard liquor on television. And the studies show that there are a bunch of youth that are coming up that don't no longer drink beer, which is light on alcohol, they, but they do drink hard liquor, and the, the, and the instances of alcoholism are going up. So, America, we did a wrong thing. We, we, should, we should undo that immediately. That's my note. All right, so I just sent you that, that tweet so you can look at it. And then this, the, the last tweet, this is just sort of light fair. Um, at the, uh, at the was it the Emmys? I don't know. What was the award ceremony we just barely had? Grammys? Hey, I think it was the Emmys. Maybe it was the Grammys. They had both. Anyway, a couple of starlets were outside, and it's kind of cold in California. And um, they're wearing, like, their starlet gowns, and so they're a little bit low on, uh, on coverage. And, oh, man, where did it go? <laughs> Materials deficient. Oh, I know where it is. Um, and so this one starlet says to the other starlet, um, how, do you, how do you keep from freezing to death out here? And the other starlet is Elizabeth Olsen. I don't know if you've ever heard her, but she's kind of funny. She's pretty candid and pretty. Right. Let me see if I can get this to play. Eat what? Steak? I eat steak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. It's 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 hiccuping. Let me try again. Girls, 
So what's your, what is your secret to not freezing? I eat steak. Grass-fed, humane steak. I eat humane steak. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, that's kind of fun. It's just fun to hear someone say something that commonsensical. So, all right, friends. By the friends. way, the, um, the SpaceX capsule is down safely. That still looks so terrifying to me. One, two, three, four. Four people in this tiny little capsule. Can you imagine falling, just free falling, just being like, I hope we don't die. Yeah, I hope it's parachutes open. the window and it's just like fire. And there's no windows. There's no nothing, dude. This is There's just... no windows in that capsule? No. Oof. No, you just have computers and stuff. It's a capsule they just put on the top of the rocket and they push it into space. This is, I don't, people think like space sounds so romantic. It sounds terrible to me. <laughs> like it is the most idiotic. I mean, maybe the ride up sounds fun, but the, this, this. Return to earth by falling. Return falling. to earth by falling. You have to fall in the, a ball of fire. You have to fall that, at the exact right time. Yeah. And, and you, it's so, it's so hot, right? That the, the white capsule turns black because it's so hot. And by the way, this, this technology of getting us back hasn't changed since the sixties. No, really. it's just like literally fall at the right time. Yeah, fall at the right, well, I guess it's science, but fall at the right time, make sure that there's a shield on the bottom so it's not too hot. Can you imagine your feet touching the bottom of the capsule? Like, ooh, that's kind of toasty. Mm. <laughs> Pick your feet up. That's wild. It's so terrible. And then you're just like this bob in the middle of the ocean until someone picks you up. I don't know. This sounds so bad to me. Uh, for you that want to be astronauts, it's great. I will say that, I'm, I will say, every. I told you that a, a while back, a couple episodes back, we talked about, like, I'm super, super, um, uh, you know, obsessed with uh, Starship. Yeah. And they were hoping to announce, you know, the rumor was Starship might go up again for their third try in uh, on Valentine's Day. Yeah. But they're being, there's a completely new strategy. They're not criticizing the FAA, right? Or no, not the FAA. What's the one? Yeah, I think it's the FAA. It's the FAA that gives them a license, a launch license. Yeah. So this time they're not like criticizing them. They're like, we built a rocket. Last time it was, we built a rocket. We repaired all the, the damage. We got everything done. We did all of our studies all in blah, blah, blah days. And, the com and they can't even read the document. You know, that that's what they were saying before. Now they're dead silent. They're super quiet. And I think it's they're trying to kiss up to him and say, hey, get it. So we don't know when it's going to happen. But every day I get on and I think, oh, today's going to give me some news and nothing. Yeah. The news is they're building nothing. a second tower. They're, call, they're called. I never heard why the last one didn't disconnect. I know I heard why the first one didn't, but I don't know what happened to the last one. Why it blew up? Yeah. Um, well, the, the so that we don't have an official the well Elon Musk did mention why the second stage blew up and that was because they had to offload oxygen because they didn't have a payload. Okay. And if they had had a payload, that oxygen would be burned up as part of the, the the process. But because they didn't, they had they let it go. And what happened is that that basically started on fire and blew the ship up. Okay. The other one they think is sloshing. Where be, what happens is is you're going straight up, all the fuel's down in the bottom of the tank, right? So you're going straight up, all the momentum's up there, and then they then they stop the momentum, and then they do a 180, and then it's supposed to burn back. Well, now the problem is the 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 fuel has sloshed down to the uh, other side of the tank, so they think that sloshing might have had something to do with it, and that the sloshing might have damaged some of the plumbing, and if that's the case, that that would have contributed to a fatal failure. But we don't know for sure. That's what all these little, you know, looky-loo people are speculating. By the way, does Martha Stewart ever age? 
I want you to just think about that. We'll talk about it. <laughs> I think that's a great place to end. Friends, this has been a ponderous and exciting uh, episode of the Waystation Podcast, your source for life hacks, social commentary, and amazing stories. I'm William. I'm Randy. Have a good day.